Welcome to ZSL's show of entrepreneurship and regional development podcasts. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guest today is Kagan Deep Sharma. He's from the University School of Management in DGSIP, New Delhi, India. He co-authored a paper entitled Neuroentrepreneurship an Integrative Review and Research Agenda. His co-authors are Justin Paul, Marina Lini, uh, Srivastava, Anshita Yadav, John Mendy, Tapan Sakar, and Sanchita Bansal. It has been published in the volume 33, number 9 and 10 of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Taylor and Francis. Gagan, welcome to our podcast. Can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic and what is the question you aim to answer? Well, thank you very much, Vincent, uh, and I wish you a very happy new year and I hope that uh, the ever-growing journal, Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, continues its path and brings more laurels to the academic and the practitioner's fraternity. Uh, to your question, uh, I believe that entrepreneurship is an important subject as it helps develop creative business models without falling free to older ideas. The very first question that I have observed over time is what brings the discovery of new business models? Why some entrepreneurs are more successful than the others? What thought process underlies the entrepreneurial decisions? All these questions pertain to the black box of the human body. That is the brain. So neuroentrepreneurship is at the intersection of neuroscience and entrepreneurship, which to a naked eye look very, very distant to each other in terms of subjects, but are highly interrelated. It is uh, interesting to understand the underlying entrepreneurial activity from the lens of neuroscience. Observation is very important to make us see the unexpected and stimulate curiosity, leading to new experiments and establishment of new paradigm, which forms the subject matter of neuroentrepreneurship. What are the, the main contributions of your paper? Well, our study presents a comprehensive synthesis of missing aspects of neural compositions that could be beneficial to entrepreneurial decision-making. We suggest the role of various methodologies in conducting neuroentrepreneurship studies or investigating the entrepreneurial behavior. Neuroimaging techniques such as EEG, fMRI, etc., are crucial in mapping the functional areas of the brain. While performing task-based studies and correlating with the psychological assessments via questionnaires, in-depth interviews, etc., whether an entrepreneur is born or made can be answered by using the nuclear magnetic resonance spectroscopy method for assessing the role of genetic biomakers, biomarkers, I mean to say, and comparing it with functional brain activations. As part of the practical implications, the paper suggests introducing neural and behavioral artifacts for a target-oriented training for entrepreneurs by the use of neuroplasticity for educating entrepreneurs for better decisions. And in one of our previous papers, which was published in Humanomics, the International Journal of Ethics and Systems, we threw quite a lot of light on uh, 
the concept of neuroplasticity and how it can be applied to the managerial decision making. What was for you the, the main theoretical or maybe methodological challenges in addressing such a question? The study underlines a relationship between neuroscience and entrepreneurship, as I said, by reviewing and critiquing 167 articles about the interface between neuroscience and entrepreneurship, which is the most important part and yet challenging in nature. The study reveals that the brain's neural underpinnings impact entrepreneurial intention through six antecedents. These are one, molecular neuroscience, two, systems neuroscience, three, behavioral neuroscience, four, cognitive neuroscience, five, social neuroscience, and six, computational neuroscience to review the articles and understand their actual placement under uh, which antecedent is more important for the synthesis of the literature. Understanding the role of cognitive factors and social psychological factors in entrepreneurial activity was another vital task of the study. However, successful entrepreneurial decision-making rests on problem-solving capacity and opportunity recognition at the junction of temporal, neural, and cognitive levels. As researchers, it is pertinent to understand the challenges involved in such interdisciplinary studies and also to understand the need to overcome those for evolution of the new paradigm of neuroentrepreneurship. During your research journey, what was your biggest surprise or the most counterintuitive result you find? Uh, the role of uh, molecular neuroscience is linked with the occupational choice of an individual, opportunity recognition, and career choice. Our biggest surprise comes from the studies in molecular neuroscience. I and most of our co-authors, except for uh, a couple of them who have some neurology background as well, we come from the management background, and I was amazed to see the role of dopamine and serotonin, as they are both neurotransmitters and regulate similar functions in human body while having different effects on the body. The dissociable role of dopamine receptor system is seen in learning about outcomes in value-based decision-making, while serotonin plays a role in learning about a bad decision outcome and regulation of cognitive biases therein. I feel that uh, the intersection of neuroscience and entrepreneurship can pave way for some great discoveries in the near future. And that is how I believe that uh, the journal Entrepreneurship and Regional Development has done a great job by taking a leaf out of the neuroentrepreneurship book I know there are certain previous studies which have been published, for example, in uh, uh, one of those has been published in uh, the Journal of Business Venturing. But uh, at the same time, those studies uh, uh, have their own methods and analysis, the critique of which we have presented in our study. And therefore, I believe that uh, it's, a, it's a kind of a new beginning that the uh, managerial fraternity, managerial educational fraternity 
is moving towards these days. And uh, while thanking uh, the journal for taking a positive view of the article, I also uh, welcome the academic fraternity interested or already working in this field to have a look at the research agenda which we suggest for the future and do some uh, impactful studies. What are the main implications or avenues uh, you find out from your work? It can be an uh, implication for entrepreneurs, managers, practitioners in general, but probably also for researchers uh, in entrepreneurship. Yes, sir. So, uh, as I said, it's a, it's a fairly, I would say, newer idea which is coming up uh, in terms of neuroentrepreneurship, though there are previous studies, as I highlighted and 167 studies that we reviewed and we after applying the inclusion and exclusion criteria we come down around 10 times from the original list that we saw but at the same time there is quite a lot for the academicians and the academic researchers which i've already spoken a bit about but there is quite a lot about uh, the managers the entrepreneurs and the practitioners as well uh, so introducing neural and behavioral artifacts for a target-oriented training for entrepreneurs by the use of neuroplasticity, which I was talking about, can be used by institutions of tertiary education to educate potential edu entrepreneurs and by entrepreneurial training institutions that are targeting active entrepreneurs. Hence, the practical utilization of the results shall be of a global character. Therefore, the utilization of the results in terms of articles, presentations, new courses that can be developed can go beyond the scope of entrepreneurs and enterprises can use this research to improve entrepreneurial skill set and better opportunity recognition in the business that have underlying neural processes. There are uh, uh, important lessons for managers and practitioners in the field of management. At this point, we cannot neglect the biological foundation of us and what makes us homo sapiens different from other species and the neural underpinnings helping us to take the decisions. Uh, to add to that, let me just illustrate by uh, uh, bringing into context a conversation that I had with a neurologist, hardcore neurologist about the study. In our discussion recently, he was interested to know what exactly have we done. And when I shared just like uh, what we have done, the uh, sharing now, he was of the opinion that just like the aerobics, there can be some new modules that can be developed in the form of neurobics, which can help plasticize the brain of the human towards better, he was of the opinion, managerial decisions, but since this is uh, about the entrepreneurship, so I would say that uh, uh, these kind of neurobics or other neuroplasticity exercises can be used to develop the skill set required for entrepreneurial decisions, which is, uh, again, as I said earlier, is a key in uh, the modern academic institutions, which are now focusing quite a lot, particularly in the third world countries, on developing the skills and particularly the entrepreneurial skills. So that is uh, precisely the contribution that uh, the paper does make to various facets. Thanks a lot, Kanga, for uh, participating to our show and sharing this last uh, 
opinion on the Neurobics and its uh, new opening and give quite a lot of ideas uh, to try new exercises. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship-ird.com and on the main podcast platforms. Goodbye. Thank you very much. Thank you and goodbye. Have a great new year.